Uh, Eric, Psychos podcast, squinty eyes. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the SideQuest podcast without Eric yet again. <laughs> Our host is 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 not a ghost host. Um, well, a little busy a, boy. Little busy boy, little spinning on his his lieutenant shield. But yeah, Mister Little Captain's little lieutenant is a little busy with Captain tonight. So, uh, we are uh, doing a Justin and and Jeff episode again. So, Justin, how how are you? Good to be back with just the two of us again. It's fantastic. It, uh, I'm doing well. It was kind of hot as balls out today, but, you know, you can't yell at the weather. Only certain people have those powers. Yeah, and we, we know one, and uh, maybe one other. Um, which is actually fictional character. Uh, <laughs> Storm. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a bit hot, but, um, you know, not too bad. Just stay in the air, and we're heading into August soon, so it's going to get start getting even hotter. But oh, that's okay. The temperatures are going to rise. They're going to rise, but we're going to, um, you know, just stick to some outdoor activities maybe later in the evening. Get a nice cold beer. I think we're going to do one next week, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a great event. So, audience, if you're in the Chicagoland area, uh, Shunny Acres is doing a little with an outdoor concert. Outdoor concert. Um, yeah, it's you know it's got all the barn stuff, and they're gonna they have uh, a bar with you know in during spook spooktacular and spooktober, our favorite month. They make these apple cider uh, rum drinks. I think. Uh, do you remember getting those? Whew. Oh yeah, I I remember getting them. Do I remember finishing it? Another <laughs> well, story. Yeah. Uh, so I think they have some cool ones, you know, because they're doing summer stuff now as well. So I'm just really looking forward to that. And it's nice. It's it breaks up the week on Thursday, and then the next day, you know, it's Friday, and then boom, you're at the weekend again. Which brings us to this to another activity we're we're trying to plan out is is Ren Fair, which I'm getting very pumped about. So pumped, so much pump. I was thinking earlier today, back to the first time that we went, because <laughs> I had never been to Ren Fair before we tally hoed as a group and, and settled on up and rode the baloney pony down to it. It's uh it's yeah, it's super fun. I remember you and Eric falling off the ladder thing. Um, I remember one of you falling into just to a bush. Yeah, uh, that which was me. fun. Uh, yeah, we all, we always have good times. I think the, f- I think like the third time we went, it was just us boys, just the the podcast crew, and Eric had a great idea to just let's just start the day with uh, Long Island iced teas, and he's like, "Give it your bestest of Long Island, the we're longest like, of islands." Why are we doing this? In the middle of the afternoon, it's scorching hot out, and we're just <laughs> doing long yeah. islands. That's probably why we were falling. Well, yeah, it did not bode well for us. And, well, here's the thing, audience. We survived, and here we are, minus we did. the baby boy. We did not get detap- decapitated by the king or queen. Uh, we got no fights and a joust with a, a knight. So, yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, and then, you know, speaking of you know, these kind of geek conventions or whatever. I don't know if you call Renfair a convention, but it's kind of like a mini one. Uh, there is, you know, C2E2 is back on. 
and they are they changed it because this year they normally do it in March, but they pushed it till December. Which I'm not sure if I'm happy about that or not. Um, going to C2E2 in December, right around Christmas time, is a little weird. But C2E2 is like one of my favorite things to go to throughout the year. Just I know you've gone before. Eric and I went two years ago, the last time they had it, before COVID, all that bullshit. Uh, we went, we played D&D, we played some magic, we played some Japanese arcade games, saw some cool people, a lot of cosplay. So, um, and they really up it every year. It's, it's starting to get bigger than like the Chicago Auto Show. So, are you excited? Are you going to go with us? Well, I'm double excited because Wizard World and C2E2 are on this year. And I think both shows offer kind of different tastes. There's a lot of crossover on vendors and maybe some of the stars in the, um, actors and and comic book aficionados and all that great stuff but no i i'm super excited and i wouldn't mind hitting up both because oh, i love wizard worlds in october this year Ooh, that sounds fun that's something we should do like on a friday before yeah one of our i just and i love it adventures. and you know so big shout out to to wizard world obviously we're promoting you so we apply for a press pass know now that we are commercialing for you yeah well, I'm excited. Yeah, I'd love to go, and maybe I can start getting into the realm of comics because I'm still very confused what uh, on how to start that. I think we talked a little bit about how manga's kind of a bit easier now with volumes where comics are a little bit more confusing, but maybe yeah, we can but... get a good start there, and with you there and other you know, experts, we can find a series that I can at least start with. Yeah, that sounds and and that sounds like a great idea, and I think, I think that it's there's a great a place. lot out there that you would just love to dive into. And yeah, and anyone else listening who wants to get into comics, but also as intimidated as I am, because there's really no like starting point. It's not like Netflix. Uh, I think going to one of the you know cons, either Wizard World or C two E two, you can actually meet people there and talk to the vendors and stuff, and say, hey, you know, I have no idea how to get started. I think that they're the ones who probably know the best oh yeah and and the thing about it is unless you're sneezing in somebody's face yes which the, we the we pe- had a incident with a friend of ours there's an, um but the people are awesome you can walk up to anybody in any costume and just ask them a friendly question as long as you're not an asshole you're gonna find some of the best people on the planet at comic cons that are just gonna be like yeah let me sh- tell you my favorite Punisher comic. Let me tell you why I love Deadpool. Let me tell you why I'm dressed as Savior Sephiroth. I mean, it's just, and you've dressed before, Jeff, and you've oh, yeah, had yeah. people come to you and, and ask you questions and, and take pictures with you. How did you make it, and who are you, and things like that. So, yeah, I'm hoping to do a cosplay again for C2E2. I don't know if I'll have one ready for Wizard World, but um, now that these are picking up and that's what i love about going to them because everyone there is there for the same shit you mm. might be a dc fan you might be a marvel fan you might be a jrpg you know video game fan or you're into you know forza racing or whatever geek thing from gaming to movies to television to comics to board games whatever everyone's there because they love this stuff as much as you do no one there is a dick literally no one there is a dick you're standing in line to get a beer. You're standing in line to get some food. 
you're just talking to everyone because everyone's got, oh, they got this cool photo they bought. You're like, where the hell did you get that? It's from Cowboy Bebop. Well, it's down there in, you know, Artist Alley and things like that. That's why I just love going. And everyone's dressed up and in character. It's just, it's like one place you can go with, I mean, I think hundreds of thousands, or more than a hundred thousand people go to C2E. It's been really big. Um, everyone there is super nice and everyone's there for the same reasons, give or take. Their favorite, you know, brand or their favorite IP. Uh, and what's also concerning <laughs> sometimes is walking around and just knowing everything you're looking at. What I mean is, and I don't know if you've ever felt this, Justin, going to any of these, but you're walking and you see this artist. And I'm just naming, oh, that's Venom. You know, oh, that's Ichigo from Bleach. Oh, that's Goku. Or, oh, that's, you know, um, Link from Zelda. And you're like, why do I know this shit? How do I know all this stuff? Like, random stuff. <laughs> just geek culture. That has no benefit to me in, like, work life or just regular life life in general i don't know how to fix a toilet but i sure as can tell you sit you down for two hours and explain the history of azeroth and world of warcraft and it goes it and it goes so much beyond that too because you can go to a vendor and you can get golden girls merchandise right next to jack burton from big trouble in little china and it's just like there's something for everyone and it's it's you know it's it's like Ren Fair if you've never been to a con experience it once maybe you don't love it at the level that Jeff and I and the group and Eric just love the heck out of it but man it's it's a it's fun yeah I mean and you don't have to be into it. I mean Eric's not in, into a lot of that stuff as we are at least to as, as in depth we are and he still just has a blast there so it's like being can, a kid in a candy store it's yeah. just awesome. It's so much fun, so I'm really looking forward to that. I still am just kind of iffy on the holidays. I liked it in March because it gave me something excite, like to get excited about. In that weird period of winter is about to be over, spring's about to start, and there's this weird few weeks. Uh, C2E2 kind of filled that void, but um, especially with the holidays, there's so much so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta you know go for a day or two. But we, we, we shall see. But yeah, let's do Wizard World and we'll let the audience know what we thought. Uh, I hope Becky goes because she, or at least uh, one of them or both because of all her art. She has like really oh. good art. Uh, yeah, and she's got a, uh, so uh, audience and Becky, hi, miss you. Um, uh, in our archives, the Power Rangers episode and all the plugging to her Etsy pages and, and the art that she created, even for us. Um which was just just effing awesome. So we got to get her back on. Maybe yeah. we we bring her the con and we do a live episode where she's talking art with vendors if she's not having a booth or anything like that. Oh, that'd be so much fun just to walk down Artist Alley with her, going through all that because she knows obviously more about the art stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Beck, if you're listening, we'll, we'll reach out and we'll we'll discuss this further. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cons are coming up. Um. You know, I, I have one big beef, one ref rant. Oh, boy. Uh, so the Olympics started, and I like having it on as, like, background. I'm really into, like, more of the Winter Olympics just because I just like more of the Winter Olympic stuff because I like to ski and snowboard. And um, 
So I like watching those. A lot of the summer ones, just running basketball. Like basketball and baseball. I don't like watching basketball and baseball to begin with. Why do I want to watch it at the Olympics? Uh, but some of the other stuff's interesting. Swimming and diving. But uh, I couldn't fucking figure out how to watch it. I don't have cable because it's, you know, it's 2021. Who the hell has cable? Uh, and there's really no easy way to watch it, and it's been a nightmare. And I finally figured out, if anyone's listening and, like, where the hell do I stream it, uh, if you have a Roku, you can download this Olympics NBC network app. It's not Peacock, because Peacock sucks. All they show is highlights, and then every... uh, The coverage they do is, like... The person's backstory and how they came from living in a cave and they they had to chop their way out at the age of five and and then their parents blew up in a space shuttle and now they're at the Olympics. Oh my gosh, what the hell are you talking about? It's, this is a rough rant if there's ever been one. Yeah, or they'll just have The Rock randomly come out and like start talking. It's like no one cares. I just want to watch what's the game that's happening and some commentary. Which the BBC has a really good one, but you have to get a VPN to get that one. So anyway, you can do the OlympicsNBC.com. Uh, you can do that on a computer or on the Roku. And then you just get to pick the games you want to watch live. And there's none of that, you know, Dancing with the Stars overproduced NBC bullshit uh, that network TV is just turned into, which is just disgusting. So anyway, if you're looking to watch the Olympics and you're in the United States, there you go. If you're not in the United States, apparently every other country has fantastic streaming of the Olympics. But, you know. Well, because the other countries are proud of their Olympians. I'm reading stories online, and maybe this is a a Justin rant, but uh, of, of people boycotting supporting America and Americans like not supporting America and rooting for other countries like well yeah and you want to watch the best part about the Winter Olympics I don't know if you remember when it was in um, in Korea what a couple years ago that the Korean women's curling team became like super popular and I was like hooked on them every time they were on I wanted to watch them and um and that was in America. I did, and we in America actually won. The men's curling team won, and they were just like a bunch of dudes in like Minnesota or something. Uh, oh they yeah, did just it. pounding Bud Light. Yeah, but uh, so that was cool to watch. But sometimes you don't want to watch. You, you, why do you always have to like your country? Or, and that's it. I mean, you could. But you be don't like, have to like your country. It doesn't have to be that. But like, why would you root against your country? Yeah, I don't know. Or and sometimes, what if I want to watch, you know, uh, France um, go against Germany? Like I should. That's, every yeah, other that's... channel allows you to do that. NBC just covers um, the American stuff, unless you find this other app that will let you stream the other ones. Which, but I, I but yeah, I agree. I want to see everyone compete because to be an Olympian is kind of like. You're Hercules. Yeah. You you are this just god or goddess among and, men. And they only get a few years women. to do this. They can only do the Olympics like once or twice, and then that's it. And they spend, like, you take somebody like uh, Usain, uh, the Bolt, 
who he spends eight years, four four years at a time training to run for eight point nine seconds. Yep. Like you just, it's insane. Like I appreciate and respect the hell out of every single Olympian from every country that I would not boo any of them. Yeah, I feel the same way. And it's just, you know, it's fun to watch. It's cool background. And I just love, the, you know, it's in Tokyo. And, you know, I've talked before on how Japan's like probably my top favorite place to visit. Um, and I'm just into all Japanese culture. So it's fun to see them put like anime stuff in there. Different Pokemon, I guess, represent different teams on the s- swimming. They have like Goku. They have all their anime stuff. All the, you know, pre-shows and stuff are like beautifully drawn anime from... Uh, all different studios throughout, you know, Japan, which I always, I think is cool. I love when the country brings in whatever they're known for and they kind of, you know, work off that to kind of show off the the Olympics that way. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, so um, anyway, that, that was my rant on the streaming and NBC, fuck you. You're over ridiculous Dancing with the Star crap production. Not everything has to be a reality TV and stop trying to make the Olympics into a reality TV. Let's just watch the sports and make it easy for us to find it. Not your dumb live coverage. Yeah, well, that's that's modern sports in a nutshell. So some other news in, in gaming and kind of on the news in general. Um, I'm not sure your thoughts on this, but uh, Blizzard Entertainment, I don't know if you've read or heard, uh, the state of California is, um, I thought they put a suit against them, like two different ones. And I forgot what type of suit it is, but apparently it's a big deal because they've been putting this together for two years. And for people who don't know, Blizzard Entertainment, they make Diablo, StarCraft, World of Warcraft, um, Overwatch. I mean, some of the biggest titles in gaming, which... A lot of the people in the Blizzard community who play their games, such as I do, World of Warcraft or uh, Diablo, has slowly seen this decline in Blizzard's, you know, like ability to create outstanding games, what they were known for. Uh, Obviously, a lot of that had to do with Activision's, you know, buyout of them. And now there's just rampant sexual harassment going through the company. Um... I guess one of the lead developers in World of Warcraft, every time they do a BlizzCon, he would get a room, fill it with like alcohol with all the other uh, uh, Warcraft devs, and they nicknamed it the Cosby Room after <laughs> Bill Cosby. And now photos are leaking of it because they would, you know, they would literally be sexually harassing the female developers in the company. So this is a huge deal. Not only for, you know, uh, and when one of the women committed suicide uh, because one of the developers would, like, come and grope her and force her into a relationship that she didn't want to be in. And there's photos and audio record. I mean, the state of California has all this stuff. I mean, they're really kind of fucked. And then, of course, you know, corporate comes out with their bullshit statement saying, we, you know, we let you down and we're sorry. I think South Park had that BP thing. We're sorry. And there's sorry. Yeah. So, uh, but also a lot of uh, my favorite YouTube channels that cover World of Warcraft and they go over new patches and uh, class balances and what you should be playing and 
new uh, expansions coming out, so here's what you need to prioritize. They're all leaving the game, which I know for some people who don't play it, it doesn't suck that much, but I've been playing World of Warcraft for 15 years. It's like the second home to me, and now just to see it kind of crash and burn because a lot of this stuff that is going on in the company internally is also affecting the way the developers and the people who run these games just a lack of empathy they don't give a shit about any of the player base and i think there's a lot of games a lot of us love and then you see it kind of die off because like ea they they buy out mass effect they buy out bioware and you know if we had anon she'd just go into how horrible ea destroyed bioware from the inside out and now you know you were you got andromeda wow great that was a real great game um so these companies i don't know it's just it's a shame what blizzard did it's terrible i stopped my subscription to wow uh i think my whole guild did so it's kind of sad but um you know and you also realize the game's just in a real bad state regardless of what happened i think this was the last straw to a lot of people playing it that the devs just don't give a fuck about you know the player base and there's another game that's the other big MMO, because these are all MMO games, is Final Fantasy Online, which I do not know why you don't play, Justin, because it's one of the most popular games in the world, and it's Final Fantasy. But uh, anyway, they have an MMO, and it's like Warcraft, and their lead developer, Yoshi P, is this really funny kind of crazy Japanese guy because obviously Final Fantasy Square Onyx which is Japanese owned company but you can hear because he's come out because a lot of people are asking him what does he think about Blizzard and and all that and in typical Japanese fashion it's very oh we appreciate you know we used to play their games and all that what they're doing is horrible but um, what we do in Final Fantasy is we listen to the customer and we actually play with them like Yoshi P he's the lead developer and he's one of, like, the top raiders in the game. He'll go in and, and play with you. It's it's nuts. It's just crazy on how some of these gaming companies are so in tune with their customer and then some just die off or just don't give a shit about you at all. Do I get a chance to talk now? Yeah, sorry. I kind of went out. <laughs> ref rant. Another ref rant. <laughs> yeah, so let's get your opinion on all that. And you can rant. Well, it's... No, I have no rant. It's a, it's a sad state. The video game industry has gone through a lot of ups and downs in regard of how uh, developers are, are treated across the board. And it, you know, it sucks. Obviously, you're telling them do better. You know, I mean, they, they can't get bank loans, but here comes Captain Falcon Jeff, do better. And he's canceling his subscription, so he's doing his part. Um, I'm messing with you. But no, it's it's... <laughs> It sucks, and, you know, as the dirt comes out from under the carpet in many an industry, like, across the globe, and maybe even intergalactically, who knows what's happening in Neptune right now? Like, maybe they've got a video game, uh, you know, segment that's experiencing something similar. So, I'm, I'm all about intergalactic travel. Okay, intergalactic travel. You really got on a... 
a thing there. You're, oh, yeah. you're in, you're, you got, you, you went into some Mass Effect stuff. <laughs> intergalactic travel. Speaking of intergalactic travel, here's just a weird, way out there side quest. In Star Wars, you have a galaxy far, far away. And in Star Wars, they're in a galaxy, which is what? What's the hell's the name of the galaxy called? Because it's not the Milky Way, right? Uh, what is the galaxy called? The galaxy, a galaxy. Oh, it's not. Wow. It's not mentioned. Not even in Legends. Something. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I thought they just had... a, a galaxy far. Well, that's far like away. saying the planets. We're going to. We're f oh. we're we're flying to the planet to see Jabba the Hutt. Okay, so but just to to side quest double down on you. How arrogant is it that on Earth the name of our moon is the Moon? That's yeah. the best we can come up with. The We've moon. got Titan off of Jupiter, but on Earth, yeah, it's why just is the the Moon? Why can't I, yeah, Titan's such a cool name too. Why can't just anything? Hey, there's a moon up there. Let's call it the moon. You asshole Copernicus. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, so apparently Star Wars does not have a galaxy name, which is kind of something I'm learning right now. I thought this was something I knew. But anyway, so the galaxy is, I think, roughly the same size as our galaxy. And what we see in Star Trek is it's really hard to traverse the galaxy. Like, it's huge. Like, it's really big. And so in Star Wars, I mean, they move around quite a bit of the galaxy. Same with Mass Effect. They're jumping all over the place. Um, are, is, the, is the Empire, at, at least when Palpatine took over, were they in control of most of the galaxy? Or... Are, are the core worlds only the section of it, like the Alpha Quadrant or the Gamma Quadrant, like in, in Star Trek? Yeah, I, I feel like from like a socio-political standpoint that the Empire does have a strong foothold, which is why the Rebellion is so grassroots in the way that it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I'm looking at pictures now. It's I mean, it seems huge. Like how... Could you conquer all that? But they've got a fleet upon fleet upon they do. fleet. But there are what I'm reading. I'm reading Thrawn. I've always talked about how I like the series Thrawn. I'm like on the third book. And they go to a certain part of the galaxy where there's this other race um, that even the Emperor's freaked out about. So I don't think he's got a full grasp of everything. He just at least tries to control his part and they always talk about the core worlds like Coruscant and uh, Tatooine and all stuff like that those are like the core worlds under the Empire but I think the further out it goes the less of a stronghold they have wow this is yeah. <laughs> I don't need like a real big this is this is Star Wars territory that I've not gotten into so that's why the question brought up but we need a bit of more of a Star Wars expert to kind of go through how the galaxy is that, that, that might be something with dr shrew <laughs> there we go we, we <laughs> who's probably up. read all of this um you know at some point probably in medical school just sitting there reading um the galaxy and how it's functioning um on an interstellar level <laughs> that seems like something he would do 
But yeah, that's curious. If anyone has an answer to any of this Star Wars Galaxy stuff, how they control it, how many worlds there are, how big is it, and are there areas where there's other empires on there? We just learn about this one area, and that's what we kind of watch through the movies. Uh, Well, I mean, but but there are. I mean, the Gungans are their whole own empire. Yeah, but I mean an empire big Uh, enough to put up a threat to the Emperor. Because in Thrawn, there are other ones. Okay, let's let's be cognizant of time. What are we looking at? Yeah, so I think at this point we'll call it. Um, We we have a lot more to talk about, but not for tonight, audience. We do, we do. No, that was good. So, hope everyone in enjoyed our little rants we both had a rant i had about two you had one yeah well that'll happen uh but if you want to discuss anything that we said obviously put a comment below um love to argue with you if there was something you did not agree with us or agreed with us and uh on that note we have to end it with a sound mm-hmm. i had the last sound so you now did. that means it's, it's it's your turn for a sound Jeff, Jeff, okay, Ref, you are an alien. I, I don't. Do we do this one already? You as an alien species, and you're coming out from the primordial ooze for the first time. What noise does the Jeff species make? That's it. That's all. That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!